0: Hello and welcome to the Living With Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie and I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker to Covid patient in May 2020 and subsequently I'm now living with long Covid. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long Covid, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Just a disclaimer at this point, This podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical or professional advice. Please seek any medical support you need from your medical professional. I intend to use this platform to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID. Um, And I hope you'll continue to join me with this journey. So... Going to make another disclaimer at this point today um, because I am actually feeling really unwell. I I contemplated not recording today, and then actually, I thought the whole purpose of the podcasts are to raise awareness of the difficulties um, that are experienced. So, um, I am actually recording from my bed as we speak. So um, the, what I was going to discuss today, the topic is the joys of, of brain fog um, and I, I remember when I first experienced brain fog, um, well truthfully, the first time I remember remembering the situation should I say, I was, um, I was at work on a um, virtual meeting and we were discussing a topic i was saying something when mid sentence i completely lost what i was saying but not only that i couldn't recall what the meeting was about it totally went blank um and what we had discussed already i uh, couldn't remember i couldn't recall um that was really embarrassing um and i tried to to laugh it off at first uh luckily prior to the to the meeting getting into full swing i had i had explained to my colleagues that i have long covid so the way I'm understanding um and i have always done this to be honest i do tend to let people know that i do have long covid um more so though, um they understand but also that i can actually cope with the situation because then if i do forget something a word or the full conversation um or I'm actually becoming really tired and seem disengaged that they, they will hopefully have an understanding that that's not the case, it's actually the, the condition um and the the situation I find myself in um at times. So the 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 brain fog did scare me. Um, and it, it didn't stop at that point obviously and continues on to this day um, so you know I I, I kind of I, I went, in, went forward um, thinking that you know how bad is this really because as I said earlier on you know this is one of the times that I would remember remembering the situation um, and the brain fog and how I'd felt I did actually have friends and family that um would, you know, tell me that, you know, oh, you know, we spoke about so and so, um, didn't we? Um, do you remember when we talked about that? And I actually had no knowledge of the conversation completely. Like it was gone totally, like I'd not seen them or spoken to them. Never mind understanding the content of the conversation. Um And I didn't always say that, I just would go yes and nod and, you know, because I felt embarrassed um, and probably a little bit, well not a little bit, I was scared that something was going really, really wrong and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it. So it was just like huge parts of my life were black holes. So obviously As I always state at the beginning of the podcast, I am a nurse um, and I have worked many years um, in medical elderly care and I've worked with many people that have um, dementia from early onset to advanced. So having that experience and seeing what those people experience themselves um, and what that means to them Um, was kind of relatable to what was going on with me, with the brain fog. So that kind of exacerbated my fear. And I started to worry that it might actually be the early onset of dementia and not to do with the long COVID. Um, You know, obviously with dementia, it's not unusual for people to forget things in, in the early onset of dementia. And a big part of that is because we can all forget things but a big part of the early onset of of forgetting things with dementia is actually that the person doesn't and can't recall so it's more it's the recall ability than it is forgetting something because as I said we've all walked into a room and thought oh what did I come in here for and had to go back out and seconds minutes later oh it was that so off we'll go back and collect whatever it was um that we was we was looking for so you know it's it's challenging and i found myself forgetting names of people that i've known for years and truthfully i can still do this so for anyone listening that does know me if i I ever forget your name then i apologize now um being unable to find certain words at times and make coherent sentences is uh again it's it's really embarrassing it it's tricky um the strangest thing for me as well is i know what i want to say and sometimes the words come out back to front and um or completely different words that wouldn't make sense but um because i know what i want to say it's it's really strange because at the same time, I kind of know that what I said didn't make sense, if that's making sense. Um, but yeah, it's it can feel quite isolating um, as, you know, you don't want to carry on a conversation sometimes or, you know, you, you become quite quiet because if you interact, oh, you know, you're not going to be able to do that very effectively um so at that particular point i was i was very scared that um i was losing even more of myself um with the brain fog i've always been very um proactive and you know i love conversation most people that know me um probably want me to shut up more than anything (laughs) sometimes because i do love talking um so, you know, don't get me wrong, there has been times where it it does make me laugh. Um, you know, with all of the things that happen when the wrong words come out or in the wrong order, it can it can sometimes be, be funny. Um I can see uh, that funny side of it, you know. Um you know silly things like when you you know i have actually tried brushing my teeth with a cotton bud once because my brain didn't associate my toothbrush with my teeth at that particular point i have no idea why and obviously i did realize that you're not going to get a good brush with a with a cotton bud um very strange but you know so um there is a bonus as well because I can watch a full TV series um on you know Netflix more than once because I don't remember most of the program. Sometimes I can't remember watching something at all. So, you know, I don't <laughs> I'm making light of that, but I don't want to play it down because brain fog is a difficult taskmaster. Um and we do need to have discussions about that with long covid and how it does affect people uh, the ongoing symptoms that not only pe- you know impact on the physical um and personal health but impact on daily tasks so it is affecting jobs friendships families and relationships i do feel like i am one of the lucky ones i know that i have fellow long haulers that can't work anymore. I have been able to remain in work, not as a frontline nurse at this point. Um but I but I have been able to to work. Um don't get me wrong, sometimes I think that's possibly why you end up crashing, but again that's that's another podcast. So I think it's it is difficult for someone to understand if they haven't experienced brain fog in their life. How, how it does impact and, and what that can mean to somebody. I have had you know many people say, "Oh, that happens to me all the time. Don't worry, it's my age, it's the menopause. I have a terrible, terrible memory, etc." And well, I always massively appreciate that they're trying to reassure me, and it, it isn't you know, it isn't done in any way to play down what I'm going through. It's more support, and I, I do get that, uh, but it. But it isn't the same. It's you know hard to think of how much of your life that you know my personal life as well that I've forgotten already with no recall, Um, and you you know memories are memories. You don't have the opportunity to have them again, do you? If you've lost them. So, anyway, I'm I'm trying to keep a a positive vibe on these uh, podcasts as well. As you know, um, that <laughs> that is a little bit of a struggle today. But So it's not perfect and it may not help everyone, but um, I decided that I did need to take action with my brain fog or at least make some adaptations to try and improve things. So what I initially did was downloaded some brain training apps um, and I started just doing five, ten minutes a day because it completely wiped me out using your brain in that capacity when you having really severe brain fog is very, very difficult. So, um, but over time I, I did build up longer periods um, and I also started just writing myself post-it notes and lists and jotting things down in books so that if I did forget something I could try to remember at least or it would be a prompt um or a reminder, shall we say. So I still obviously to this day have brain fog. Um it is one of my my hardest symptoms really. Um but I do have ways of of trying to manage it and I'll say that sometimes because sometimes you just have to admit defeat defeat even. Um and take some time out and, you know, I had to I had to do that. A week or so ago, I was stood on the landing in my home and I was just trying to have a conversation with my boys and their partners and joining, you know, I think it was just a bit of a light-hearted conversation. Um, But I couldn't string the sentence together, my words weren't coming out, so I knew what I wanted to say to them and how I wanted to join him, but it, it couldn't happen and, you know, so. It was one of those situations where I just had to kind of think, fine, I you know, that, that's it for me for today. I'm going to need to just go into my bedroom and just be still, be quiet a little bit, let my brain reset, if you like, have some time to, to relax. So today is also one of those days, um, I'll admit I'm reading a lot of what I wrote down for this podcast um, because my recall is not great today, so I feel frustrated, um, and, like, my life's on hold again in many ways, um, and I can't deny that I am really struggling to feel completely positive today. I know looking out the window, it's a dull, not so good Sunday, lots of rain, um, but I, and I know you could sort of think well why are you choosing to to still record today but this is the purpose of the podcast is to give a a true reflection of what living with long covid is um what that journey entails so at this point I am going to to wrap things up because um I'm I'm starting to to really struggle now so As always, you know, please feel free to to contact me um, on Instagram, julietaylor9595. I've also set up a page on Facebook too. Um, Health and well, it says, for some reason, it wouldn't let me write well-being. And that is obviously, of course, on living with long COVID. On the next episode, I'm going to take a little bit of a look into the invisible symptoms of long COVID um, and how this can impact on others understanding how the individual is affected. This has actually come back, come off the a, a, um, a contact somebody made with me um, in regard to how I look. I'll discuss it more on the next podcast, but it really made me think about how that does affect people's opinions and understanding of what long COVID is. So that's for the next time. As always, please do take care and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.